Hello, and welcome to Hitting the Mark with your host, Alan Getty. Hitting the Mark is a podcast about living your best life possible. We talk hunting, fishing, camping, and everything that relates to living the good life as Jesus Christ followers. Every week, I will bring up a subject near and dear to my heart and talk about it. Hopefully, you will enjoy and grow from this podcast. So enjoy today's podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, This is Alan Getty, and this is Hitting the Mark. Uh, so anyway, this is episode 16. So this is going to be kind of weird because I am right now in Lincoln, Nebraska. My daughter's in the hospital, um, getting ready to, uh, have our first grandchild. And because of COVID, I am at a hotel and my wife and daughter are at the hospital with my son-in-law and so it's just a little weird. So uh, I'm sorry I didn't get yesterday's done. We were on the road from 10 o'clock all the way until today. So I am a day late today, and I'm also using my phone. I don't have my microphone, so I don't know how good it's going to sound. But anyway, I, I wanted to talk today. Um, oh, first of all, thank you for joining me. Uh, it, it's good. I'm uh, it's interesting weather here in Lincoln. It is, uh, it rained all night. And so as it starts to warm up, it is humid and I'm not used to humidity being in New Mexico. Um, but uh, what I was thinking about today was a trip that I took, a scouting trip I took. And, um, so when I was, I love to hunt for elk. I love to go in the woods. You know that. So this one trip I took, I had heard about this one spot in a unit that I had an archery tag for, and I had already kind of figured out where I was going to hunt, but I'm always open to new and exciting new areas. So I took a day trip, um, and it was in July in New Mexico in the mountains, and I decided I was going to leave about nine o'clock in the morning and go up to this spot, and it was this kind of a cool location where... There were roads around this little knob, and the top of this knob was supposed to be awesome. And so I I headed out 9 o'clock in the morning. It was just me, all by myself, and um, decided to go to this spot. So somebody had told me where it was, so I knew how to get there. And I drove up there, and I was pretty excited to get up there and got out of my truck and it was a beautiful day. Gosh, it was gorgeous. I didn't leave early in the morning or anything. I wasn't really expecting to see elk per se. I just wanted to go up, check it out, look at the sign, all that, which, you know, if you're scouting, a lot of times you don't leave to go scouting at like four in the morning. Maybe you do, but I don't. I I go at nine. I go at 10. I'm, I'm just kind of going to check stuff out. I don't really want to... I mean, it'd be fun to see elk or deer, whatever I'm scouting for. But ultimately, what I'm looking for is sign. Are the animals using that area? Are they are they using it well? Is there are there a lot of tracks? Is there moisture? I'm really scanning the area, kind of looking for usage. Uh, And this is always very helpful. I've I've done this several times, and a lot of times when I'm archery hunting, I'll do this. I mean. I'm hunting and scouting at the same time, but on a, particularly on a on just a scouting trip, this is what I'm looking for. I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily care if I see animals. I care if I see sign, fresh sign, good sign. 
So in July, what that means is, you know, tracks, um, there's not any rubs yet. Uh, it's just sort of like, um, I'm just kind of getting up in the woods to see if there's activity. Also, it's nice to get up in the woods in July because in where I live in Roswell, it is, you know, 105 degrees and it's kind of humid. And so you get up high enough and you're, it's gorgeous. You just love the weather. So I left probably about nine o'clock that morning, drove all the way up there and um, got to the spot where there was this knob and I got out and I climbed the, climbed that knob pretty quick and got up there and it, I mean, wow, what a place. It was so cool and it was thick and there would be little openings and it was actually, you know, you think of a knob, you think maybe a small area, but it was really more of a ridge. And so it started over here and just kind of followed all the way down and it kind of, the roads went away from the ridge. So you found this one spot where you could get up on top of the ridge pretty fast, but then you could follow the ridge all the way down and you were getting further and further away from the roads without having to do a lot of climbing. You climbed that initial climb and then you're up on this ridge. So I'm up on the ridge and I said, well, I'm just going to follow it for a while and just sort of take my time following it. And I followed and followed and followed. It was beautiful, man. A couple little canyons, but nothing big. But I was getting further and further from the roads and just the, the sign was getting, it was getting intense. I was seeing a lot of sign, a lot of elk were using this area either to cross or to follow down. And I could tell that there was water somewhere up there. So I kept walking to go find the water. And I get up there and I get far enough in there that now I'm I'm an hour from any road up on top of a ridge. And I hadn't really been paying attention to the weather. And here came the storm. Oh my goodness. I looked at the cloud and I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. And if you've lived in the Southwest <clears throat> any amount of time, uh, these storms roll in. They're, they're, they can be pretty violent, especially in July. And I saw that cloud and I said, that is a, that's going to be a good storm. And of course, what am I surrounded by? Trees. I'm on top of a ridge. And so, you know, you're not supposed to get under the trees because lightning will strike the trees. So... I start hoofing it back towards the truck and, uh, and it's really steep on either side of me. So I'm like, well, I'll just go back the way I came. So I'm hoofing it back and sure enough, man, I, I did not go fast enough, man. This thing hit me. I mean, lightning and thunder and rain and I'm standing out. I'm, I'm like not getting close to the trees. I am avoiding the trees at all costs because I don't want to be struck by lightning or anything like that. So I'm walking, so I'm not, I'm just getting pelted. I mean, it is like coming down. No hail, thank goodness. But the rain, it was like, it was pure on waves of rain. And I'm a good hour away from the truck. By the time I get back to the truck, I am drenched. Didn't get struck by lightning, but I was drenched. I mean, I was to the bone and I was cold and... I mean, I just, I got in the truck, turned it on, turned the heater on, just waited to warm up a little bit. Now, the good news about New Mexico is the storm comes through. Once it's gone, guess what comes? The sun. So I decided, well, rather than drive home and be wet and try and turn the AC on or try and figure all that out, 
I got back out and I walked around a little bit and dried off a little bit and then got in my truck and headed home. And I was home at a decent time and no big deal. So why do I tell you that story? Well, first of all, when you go scouting or you go hunting, always be aware of the weather. I tell people this all the time. We live in in New Mexico and really anywhere in the West. If you're hunting elk in the West or if you're hunting deer in the West, you need to be aware of the weather pattern because, I mean, I've been out in September and in fact, last year on my elk hunt last year, I could see this cold front coming in and I really wanted to be out on that cold front. But the cold front took a turn for the worse and it was cold. It went from one day being 75, 80, really I'd hunted that weekend and it was almost 90 And when I was hunting that weekend to on Wednesday, the high was 21 and it was windy and it was sleeting and it was terrible. Now I I was okay. I wanted to hunt in it. I felt like it would, I was hoping it would only go to like 40 and then I'd be able to get the elk move in and all that. But man, I think even then we were out hunting in it and it was just like, nobody wanted to be out in it. Even the elk, they had bedded down and were done for the day and we didn't see any. But my point is, be aware when you go scouting of what what the weather pattern is going to bring. You know, I say that about any trip in the in the Southwest, especially in New Mexico or Colorado or Utah. I mean, I can just think of all those Rocky Mountain states where if you're going to take a trip, you better make darn sure you know what the weather's going to be like. You know, I, my daughter just got caught a few. It was like just a few months ago, where. It was April and she's going to Albuquerque and it snowed. It was a blizzard and she was scared to death and she couldn't get up the hills. I mean, so you have to be very careful about knowing the weather pattern before you go. That day that I got caught in that storm, I should have been watching the skies. I should have been paying attention and watching the skies because had I been watching the skies, I'd have seen that storm in time to get off that mountain and not be caught up there avoiding trees and just getting drenched with with water and almost probably almost getting hypothermia i was shivering pretty bad by the time i got to the truck okay so what does that have to do with life well you know i think storms come in life and and i think when when storms hit they can really throw us for a loop so i've in my life i've sort of taken to um sort of i mean two things one is i'm always looking ahead you know i like to i like to say i'm always looking around the next corner what what could happen here um what could be the the end result of this decision or what um our pastor rick likes to call it um what what's what are the dominoes that are going to fall based on this decision and i think those are very important because storm clouds are always out there Storm clouds are somewhere. You know, the water cycle dictates that somewhere today it's raining and somewhere today it's hot and it's it's not raining. So the, the, the water cycle is the water cycle. And for those of you who are science freaks or not, you know, there's only so much water in the world and it's always cycling. Whether it's in the sky, on the ground, in the sky, on the, it's always cycling. So, so that is how God designed it. 
So I think the same is true with life. You know, we can look around corners and see where storms are coming. And when we see those storms coming, are we prepared for those storms? Have we, have we taken every step to prepare our hearts, our minds, our souls for the, for the coming storm? And then when we know it's coming, are we, are we ready to handle it? Have we, have we done what's necessary to handle that storm? And then here's the other thing is, is I think God, God's really clear about this in the Bible, is that in the midst of our storms, first of all, know that God is with us. He is always, always with us. He never leaves. He never forsakes us. He's with us. You may not feel his presence because you're in the midst of a storm, but God is there. God is absolutely there. The second thing is to know this, is that storms don't last forever, right? When I was on that mountain, um, I was bound and determined to get to the truck. But had I not gotten to the truck, eventually that storm would have would have quit, you know, and, and last night when we were driving here, we were going through, we drove, when you drive from Roswell, New Mexico to Lincoln, Nebraska, you pass through three states, four if you count Nebraska, five if, if you count New Mexico, because you go Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska. So you're going through New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and Nebraska. And in that drive, we had beautiful weather and really stormy weather and really damp weather all along the way. And in each situation, I I would look ahead as I'm driving down the road and I go, oh, that looks like we're going to be hitting a storm. So I, I prepared my mind for that. I prepared my brain for that. And But here's the thing is they were never, they were never going to last forever. I, I was always going to come out of the storm at some point. And that's, that's how life is too, is that we do have storms. They will come and sometimes they come in bunches. You know, if you've ever been a part of in a time in your life where it's like storm after storm after storm after storm, you know, remember that God is with you and remember that they will end. They will. It doesn't mean that there won't be clouds on the horizon, but those storms do end. And as much as we have to prepare for the storm, it's, it's really important. I don't think people prepare for when the storm is gone. A lot of us don't. We just, we're sort of like, oh, good, we're done with that storm. Yeah, but what are we doing during that time of calm to prepare for the next storm? It sounds like a terrible way to live, maybe. But for me, it's not. It is a beautiful way that God has designed the world so that we know when storms are coming. We can be aware. We can live our life in a way to be prepared for those storms. And then... When that storm is done, in the midst of that storm, knowing that God is with us, depending on God, we can actually get through that storm. And then when we get through it, we're preparing for the next storm. I know that doesn't sound like fun. But guys, it's, it's how I believe we grow. How I have grown in my life is by weathering storms. I've gotten through the storms and I've and I've learned some things. You know, what I learned on that ridge top that day was be looking for, be looking in the sky. Look in the sky because clouds could be there. And if I see them ahead of time, I can get off the mountain before I get soaked. I don't have to get soaked. I can be in a place where I'm going to be protected during that storm. But if I'm not looking in the clouds, it's a guarantee I'm going to get soaked. And I'm going to get scared 
It's scary when that stuff is going on and you're on top of a mountain and it's lightning and thunder. And, and I love it. I mean, I get excited when I hear lightning and thunder. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to get off this mountain. So, all right, guys. So here you go. The lesson for today is this. There will be storms. God will be with you through the storms. And when you are not in a storm, be preparing. Be watching the sky for the next storm so that you are prepared and ready to handle it. Guys, thank you for listening. I hope that you have a great week. I will talk to you next week. Again, if if, if you're wondering where you can listen to this and you caught this on Anchor, uh, you can go to iTunes. If you caught it on iTunes, there's other places you can listen to it. Um, I thank you so much for being a listener. I love doing this. I have enjoyed it. I hope you're enjoying it too. And again, if you have any questions or you just want to talk, uh, my email address is alangedde, A-L-A-N-G-E-D-D-E, at gmail.com. And I'm also on Facebook at alangedde, Twitter at alangedde, and um, also Instagram at alangedde. All right, guys, have a great week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Have a good week. Bye.